inspiration, success stories, expert advice, strategies, new ideas, and amazing conversations. Everything you need to become a great speaker. This is Oscar Santolaya, and welcome to Time to Shine. Hello, and thanks for joining. Today, we are going to talk with a guest from Kingston in Ontario, Canada, and he embodies what is transcendent leadership and show us how sometimes strong moments in our lives change completely our directions in our lives and show us what we are meant to be in this world. So let me introduce you, Michael Tranmer. He's a professional speaker and the author of Satori Ananda, Awaken to Happiness, a memoir about the life transformation he experienced following the sudden end of his marriage. Michael also works as an engineer in the highly specialized field of coastal engineering, where he designs and builds infrastructure along the British Columbia coast. Michael embodies and speaks on transcendent leadership, drawing on experiences from his personal and professional life. Hello, Michael. Hello, Oscar. Great to, great to be here. Thank you for the introduction. Thank you for the, the introduction with your amazing accent. I haven't heard that introduction in, in with the, the Finnish flair. So yeah, no, grateful to be, be here, grateful to be connected with your, with your audience and, and looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> uh, thank, thank, thank you. Yeah, I guess the, my accent, Finnish and Peruvian is a, is a, I guess, a interesting, interesting mix to hear for, <laughs> for the ones who are not accustomed to that. <laughs> it's, it's great, great to, to talk with you, Michael. And I know you're having a, a bit of a break there in your hometown in, in Kingston, uh, a bit away from uh, Vancouver for, from you, where usually you are working there. So you are a few days from launching your book. And mm -hmm. yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, yeah, it's an, it's, it's, it hasn't, hasn't quite been a break. I'm, you know, now that we can all work remotely, okay. I've, I've been <laughs> wor still working, doing, doing some engineering calls today. But yeah, let me, This is the first book that I've launched, and I just just announced it yesterday, Monday, September, September, September seventh, and and I literally just spent all day answering messages and and comments. So it's uh, not definitely not a break, but it's been it's been very exciting, and really looking forward to to getting it out there. Yeah, I'm sure it's exciting. Yeah, it's definitely a break from your normal <laughs> routine. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I know it's very exciting yeah. to, to launch a book. So yeah, fantastic. And congratulations to that. So I would like to hear also a bit more of your, your whole journey, how you became, um, a professional speaker and a coach. Give us, um, yeah, tell us a bit. Yeah, about absolutely. And, and, and for me, it's, it's really all happened over the, the last, three years prior to prior to that I didn't have any drive or ambition to to do public speaking but you know as you mentioned in in the intro at the my, my gateway into public speaking really really fell out of that transformation that that I went through after after that hard rock bottom that I hit after after the end of my marriage yeah almost three years ago now And what happened after that was really months and months of, of soul searching and, and trying to find myself again and trying to rebuild myself and trying to, trying to really understand, especially as an engineer, what went wrong 
and and how I could do and what I could do to to do whatever I could to never feel that amount of pain again. And as I slowly started to to go on this journey that I write all about in, in the book and and share all the all the all the books that I read and all the insights that I was was getting, I, I got I got more clear on on who I was and 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 what I wanted to do going forward, what I wanted, how I wanted to rebuild my my dream life. And I was just, it was just such a powerful transformation because I was sharing all these insights that I was having and I was I was getting really comfortable with myself. And I started, instead of posting landscape pictures online, I started posting pictures of myself and sharing what my, mm-hmm. what my thoughts and my, my feelings were. And, and this really started to, to resonate with, with a lot of people. And I could see and I could appreciate how not only did I love putting myself out there and sharing my thoughts and my insights about everything that I was going through, but it was also having a really powerful effect and touching a lot of hearts on the other side. And so began my my journey to really put myself out there and, and seek out stages to speak on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely I see that you, um, in some of the darkest time that you experience, you you open yourself and, and put, um, instead of the, as you, as you said, some, some picture of the of the ships, of other landscapes, you put uh, your photos and you would say what you were living at that moment and that helped you to to resonate with, with people. So that is how uh, gradually you start talking about your, your story and, and becoming a, a speaker. So, but how was when you start engaging more into speaking, do it more often? Was it, was it easy? Was it hard? It was it was interesting, and I'm, I'm still evolving as a speaker because I, you know, I now have ambitions to be a very well known, effective speaking speaker. So that you know, I continually have to to level up my skills. But it wasn't it wasn't necessarily hard. But it there's I've definitely been very humble and and open to to learning how to get better, and and I just really appreciate that there is a. A lot that goes into being an effective speaker, but one of, you know one of the things that you just mentioned in in your piece right there was when when I when I opened up and, and I became vulnerable, mm-hmm. that really creates such an important connection with mm-hmm. with the audience and and a lot of people, especially men, see see being vulnerable as a weakness. But in fact, it's quite the opposite when you can open yourself up and, and stand in, in your in your power, really, and, and be a leader and, and connect with people's hearts. That is is one of the absolute keys to being an effective public speaker. And this so that was that that was absolutely and it continues to be a little uncomfortable at, at, at times. I, I won't deny that. But it, it, it is something that that. I guess was always natural to me, but I really had to get out of my own way and overcome my own fears to be able to really put myself out there and, and connect with those that would benefit from my message. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I understand pretty well that the showing your vulnerability and opening up, as, as, as we said, um, help you to connect with the audience is definitely uh, very powerful and very effective and, and, and it's authentic. That's why you got people listening to you and following following you. And would you say you had also some fear of speaking in this 
in this beginning and even today? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, even before I got on this podcast, I had to go outside, take some mm -hmm. deep breaths and and really center myself and, and just know that like I'm not we're not I'm not really speaking and sharing for myself. I'm, I'm speaking and, and sharing because there's going to be some of your valued listeners out there that are going to perhaps hear something or, or get an insight and help them move forward on their journey. So it's important for, for me and all of us as speakers to, to get over that, whatever we're, we're scared of and realize that we need to get over that hump so we can serve people and we can get our messages out there and help others. But yeah, absolutely. Fear, fear is real, but I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really fortunate because I, by hitting my rock bottom after the end of the marriage, that that really was my my ultimate fear and my ultimate low point to to get over mm -hmm. and as i have lived and progressed and 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 come out the other side even better i'm a little bit fearless now because I, i've sort of faced one of the biggest dragons that i could ever possibly face and i've i've proceeded through that battle and come out the other side so things like like speaking on stage and podcasts well, they do hold a little bit of fear for me. I know all I have to do, and I've, I've learned the tricks to to just keep moving forward and and overcome that. Excellent, Michael. What is transcendent leadership? Transcendent leadership. There's a there's a lot of official different definitions out there, but I like to keep it quite simple. What what I see it as is is really just overcoming exactly what we were just speaking about, overcoming our fears, our insecurities, and our, our own doubts as, as leaders, and overcoming those, but also helping those that we serve and we lead to overcome their fears and insecurities and doubts. So we transcend beyond these, these things that have, that have held us back. And when you're working in a team and working in a group and in the engineering field, really, When you can do that as a collective, you can really transcend or beyond all of these problems that are going to come up and you can, you can create a beautiful solution, a beautiful project, but you can do it and we can do all this work in a really loving and peaceful and, and joyful manner. We don't have to, we don't have to really fight and, and claw our way to, to the end of projects. We transcend beyond these limitations and we transcend beyond the, the fear to, to evolve ourselves, but also evolve those around us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Also, because I also engineer and, and I understand when there are difficult problems to solve, uh, difficult projects to finalize these big challenges and the, in the, In which there are, there are a group of very talented people, very smart people, but mm -hmm. at some point feels like there is no end, uh, added. there's no light at the end of the tunnel. So I mm -hmm. understand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and engineers are, you know, have a lot of amazing gifts and talents, but as engineers, we also have a few limitations and often that comes with, with fully expressing ourselves and, and part and, and leaving our egos behind and, mm -hmm. and yes. communicating. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a strength of, of many engineers. So by transcending and working towards getting beyond those, those limitations within ourselves, we can start to create more powerful teams and then we can have more joy and success on the projects that we participate in. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. The one one word you just mentioned, the ego. No, I have seen often in in teams people who are extremely smart, and they might have a, some of them, not all of them, but some of them have a big ego. No, they 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 are not willing to open themselves. They are. It's, sometimes it's difficult to to work with these persons. So, um, and the other aspect, the communication. Many of the engineers. Um, uh, lack communication and, and confidence to 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 speak mm. to communicate. So, okay, so I understand more the the concept of transcendent leadership, and that's something that you mostly are uh, speaking for audiences of engineers uh, mostly. Yeah, yeah, and it's been really really fun to 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 do that over the last little while, and uh, it's it. You kind of go have to go about it in, in a roundabout way, and you can't just approach people and 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 say you're an engineer. You you can't communicate. You have a huge ego, mm-hmm. and and this and this and this. It's you have to kind of come at it from the side with some other topics. I'm speaking on right now are are how to, how to advance your your career while working remotely is one of them. Sure. But within that, there is a lot of sort of subtle personal development mm-hmm. that is that is necessary and, and snuck in there to help, to help people really park their egos and, and realize that we can't do projects all on our own. And that we all are connected as, as a, not only just a team, but we all are connected in, in really a holistic way. But there, those are, those are some off sometimes tough concepts for, for anyone. And, but especially engineers to, appreciate it but i really i really love i really love speaking and working with engineers and helping them open up a little bit and and realize that we all are unique and we all are super special and and yeah once we start overcoming some of these fears we can we can speak our minds more around the office and we can share our our ideas and and not and and not be offended if if someone doesn't take them or our our idea doesn't get used that's really a perfect example of of parking one's ego. Mm-hmm. Yes, and excellent what you said also about uh, how to pack this uh, the these teachings, pack them inside uh, something else. For instance, you you say something like how to um, communicate remotely or communicate remote mm-hmm. teams in, in in these times. And okay, you 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 pack like that. People are interested in that definitely because yeah. that's what many people need. Right now, and inside that, you you put these teachings about transcendent leadership, the ones that you just yeah. uh, you just explained. That so that's that's pretty pretty smart, and I'm sure it's going is is I'm sure it's it's um it's getting the results. I'm I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> and it's really important as a as a speaker when you're putting your title together or your content together. You really want to give people give people what they want, and right now, yes. engineers specifically, young professional engineers want to know how to keep that momentum in their career while working remotely. So if I have a talk title that says how to advance your career while working Mm -hmm. remotely, they'll be attracted to that. But within that, I am going to absolutely give them what I know that they need. So you give them what you show them what they want and then you give them what they need. And that is within the helping park, park their ego and and advance Mm -hmm. their communication skills and, and overcome these fears and limitations that are holding them back. So it's a, it's, it's a really, it's a messaging thing that, that took me a while and, and I'm always going to be, be tweaking it, but it's very, very important as, as a speaker. 
Mm. Yeah, how to how to advance your career? Yes, exactly. That's that's attractive actually to I would say to almost any any type yes. of professional. Now that um, you are mostly talking about transcendent leadership, do you consider yourself what type of speaker? I would say, are you uh, into the motivational speaker, or how would you describe yourself as a speaker? Yeah, I, I, I would. I would say my my talks are, are motivating. I bring a lot of energy. I leave a lot, a lot of insights. Um, you know, and I'm still I'm still tweaking and and learning. It's it's interesting as a speaker. You can you can give a lot and you can have a lot of high energy throughout an hour long talk or or whatever it may be. But I'm, I I I want to make sure that I actually the people that I'm connecting with that they actually transform a little bit and that mm. they actually take action on the things that I'm I'm speaking on and that they actually get a, a shift in their world and they implement these these ideas. So it's also important at the at the end of our talks that we that we leave these call to actions and find a way mm. to to build in this accountability for for all the amazing and I know your listeners out there are 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 speakers as well. So all the amazing insights and knowledge that that they're transferring because it's not just enough to go and inspire people as a, a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. You need to help them take action and, and transform their own lives. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's of course, it's great to, to attend a, a great uh, keynote speaker, motivational speaker, feel energized, yeah. ignited. Yeah. <laughs> but how much of what you learn in this uh, one hour, 30 minutes, you are going to, Put in practice and get results out of that. So that's that's the hardest part, most one yeah. of the hardest part, I would say. So tell us now about your your book, your coming book, Satori Ananda: Awaken to Happiness. Yeah, and I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, uh, you nailed the pronunciation. So well done <laughs> and amazing. But yeah, I'm just I'm just so excited to to get it out. I'm sitting here staring at an author author copy that I got it in advance of the official launch on September 10th. And yeah, it's all really about it's all the the book, it's a transformational memoir. So mm-hmm. it's really the the 7 months or so after that rock bottom that I hit after after my wife walked out the door and and in an instant everything changed for for both our lives really and how hard that was and how new that was and how these these this real pain and that i was feeling for the first time ever turned out to be that this gateway to have these additional thoughts and insights and clarity both on on who i was and what i wanted to become and i talk talk in the journey about going through these months and months of of highs and lows, ups and downs of, of both coming to these hard truths and realizations about what had happened, but also having these real glimpses of, of peace and joy and happiness and learning to be in the, in the present moment. Cause I was, I was working and studying all the, the books that I was reading so hard mm-hmm. to find that happiness again, after my heart had been crushed so hard. And I continue on this journey and towards the end of the book, I, I actually write about writing the book or starting or having this idea to write the book and share everything I was learning. So the, the book ends as I'm on this, this journey, two and a half month journey through Costa Rica and I'm carrying all my journals around that I had, had just started back when the breakup happened and I'm 
I'm putting all my thoughts and I'm piecing this manuscript together. And it was just such a, a beautiful time compared to, to where I had been in those months earlier, right after the breakup. And I, I just knew that I had been through something. I'd gone to such a, such a dark and hard place, but everything that I learned and, and processed and gone through had, had brought me not only to a level of content that I had before, but real, real moments of, of connection and, and love and joy. And I, I just knew if I could find a way to, to get on paper and get in a book, everything that I had been through, it'd be so, so helpful for, for other people that were in tough places. So you, so at, at some point you felt this calling or idea that I have to write this. How was, how that moment came? Yeah, no, that's, that's a beautiful question. I actually felt that within the first week, right after the, right after the separation happened and I was out, but I'm, I'm not a writer, right? Oscar, I'm a, I'm an engineer and I had never, I had never written before outside of engineering papers. But as soon as that, the breakup happened, the first thing I did was, was find I had these stacks and stacks of empty journals that I never used that my father had always given to me. And I always just stuffed them in the closet. I didn't have a need for them. But in that very moment after the breakup, I immediately just got pulled to, to go start writing in one and start organizing and collecting my thoughts. So within that first week, I was actually out to dinner with, uh, after the first week after the separation, I was out, out to dinner with a friend of mine who was a journalist and just everything mm -hmm. that I was going through and, and thinking about, I was, It was so new to me. It was just so different that I asked her, I'm like, you have to write about what's going on with me. And she, this was, you know, I'm in tears. I'm in just a complete mess. And, and she just kind of brushed me off. So I didn't think about, <clears throat> about it again for, for a couple months when I asked another friend of mine to, to write about and collect and mm -hmm. put together all these journals that I had been going through because she was a writer. But that didn't work out either. But towards the end, about six months later, you know, I realized that there was really only one person to write my story, and that was me. And so began my journey to learn how to how to write a memoir and become a great writer. And so it's that also has been uh, quite a quite a task over the last couple of years, but it's been been so rewarding. So there was always a writer inside you. That's right. That's right. A no writer, doubt. and apparently a a speaker, but these things got got really cracked open as my ego absolutely got cracked apart. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Michael, could you now share with us what is your favorite quotation? I'd love to, and I'm going to share. I have this quotation actually at the start of chapter four. I have I put a quote at the start mm -hmm. of each of the chapters. So chapter four is called Present Moment, and this is where Like I mentioned before, you know, I was really trying to find find peace and, and love and joy again. And I realized that we find it in the present moment. So, so one of my favorite quotes that, that is here is, is the following. If you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. And that's by Lao Tzu. Very, very wise, and yeah, fantastic. Thanks for, for sharing that. Could you now also recommend us one book that has been... Apparently, you have been reading many books, but tell us one in particular that has been inspiring, influential, and you want to share that title with us now. Yeah, and I'd love to. And again, I'm going to... 
all, all the books that I read on this journey, there's 13 of them, and they're listed in the back of my book. Mm-hmm. And the, the very first one where I started my journey was The Untethered Soul, uh-huh. The Journey Beyond Yourself, and that's by Michael Singer. Just a really beautiful soul-opening book that that was the start of my journey that I, that I, that I share and I actually write about in, in my book as well. Well, tell us briefly about that book. Michael Singer, The Untethered Soul is, I mean, he speaks about some of the same concepts of, of, of living, living in the present moment as well. But the, the thing that I, the one thing I really got out of his book was, was, was really, I was, I was really trying to understand my thoughts and, and, and this new awareness that I was having of these new thoughts that I was having. But he really helped me understand that, that we are not our thoughts. We are the ones that observe our thoughts. We are that awareness of these thoughts going in and out of our minds. So that was absolutely one of the, the biggest things that I took away from his book. And this is especially important for speakers who are facing fear because the mm-hmm. fear, these thoughts, this anxiety that comes up for a lot of speakers, these are just thoughts passing in and out through our, through our mind. We are the ones that are aware of these thoughts so we can choose to let those just keep on floating and drifting by and then we can pull in and we can hold on to more empowering thoughts like yes i am an amazing speaker yes i am gonna transform some lives on on stage today yes i'm gonna get up on that stage and and look amazing and and really touch people's hearts we are control in control of the thoughts that that we pull into our mind and they can really really serve and empower us to create the version of ourselves, the best version of ourselves that we want to become. Yes, absolutely. I, I agree with that idea. And of course, it's great how you put it in, in perspective one for speakers. When we have, uh, we have doubts, we can be, uh, we have fear of speaking, doubts or anything else that is just making noise in our minds. Mm-hmm. So Michael, finally, I would like to ask you to give us an exercise, something practical that we could do regularly. A routine to shine. Absolutely. And and for me, as part of this whole journey as well, I, I got into to meditation. And that's again where I started to get a better grip on on the thoughts that were drifting in and out of my mind. So and there's all different sorts of tips and tr- techniques and, and apps and things mm-hmm. out there for, for meditation. So I would I would invite the the listeners to explain explore whichever one resonates the most with with them but for me that has been consistent over the past almost three years now where i where i meditate for for 20 or so minutes each morning and it's it's just such a beautiful reset to to start the day and again pull in those empowering thoughts to to get us moving so before you turn on the phone or the email or all this stuff and Mm whatever is going to get bombarded at us each and every day take that 20 minutes with with yourself and just be present and listen to these things in your heart like as you want to get up on stage and and, and be an empowered speaker listen listen to that drive and, and start to chase your dreams but you have to take that that time alone that quiet time in the morning or whenever it may be to to listen to your heart actually and and see what those deepest desires of your soul are so absolutely meditation uh, can't recommend it enough. Meditation. 
Well, thanks again, Michael, for sharing all these uh, pieces of advice and telling our, your story, very, very inspiring uh, transformational story and how you have become a writer and a speaker. And now you are serving a lot of people, not only in the engineering space, but I'm sure in all type of uh, people, professionals who are having um, some doubts in their life. And sooner or later, someone uh, will be hit by the road and yeah thanks a lot for that please remind us how we can find your book or what are the other ways to find the work you're doing yeah thank you thanks again so much oscar for the for the opportunity grateful to be connected with you on the other side of the world i look forward to hanging out in the real world one <laughs> day when, when sure. we get to do that again it's going to be incredible but yeah just so grateful for this this time and, and for you to share me with your community uh easiest way i'm 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 pretty easy to find online these days but i spend most of my time on on instagram so michael.tranmer or on on facebook uh, michael tranmer or the the books the books page the satori ananda's books page on facebook is is michael tranmer.satoriananda but yeah the best the best and easiest way is is to just start at my, my website, michaeltranmer.com, and, and that'll take you to the book as, as well. Yeah, I'm so excited to, to share it with everyone. Okay, many ways to find you. Thanks a lot. Uh, again, congratulations for your book. Uh, thanks a lot for this interview, Michael, and all the best. Yeah, thank you so much, Oscar. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Did you like it? Please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, or visit us at timetoshinepodcast.com. Until next time.